Welcome to Herbology, the only Harry Potter podcast where the philosophers are stoned. I am Chris. I'm Dan. And today, we're here to teach. So, Dan, what do you got? I did not know this, Uh and I'm super excited to find out right now the IQA exists. There is an international Quidditch association, and there's a legitimate Quidditch (laughs) World Cup. I can't tell you how excited I am. I know you are. We, I actually looked into it. It was one of the things that I saw at work, and I was just like, "Oh my god, I think I could, I think I could play." And I printed out the rule books, and it's like fifty goddamn pages long. Yeah, yeah. I, I can understand that there are a lot, but I feel like after reading all the rules, well, probably the first five, and then I got sick of it. Yep. Um, I would so much rather watch and play fake Quidditch than real life Quidditch. I feel like there's way too many more, way way too many rules. Too many more rules. In 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 real Quidditch. I mean, there is a there is a lot of Quidditch rules as well, but uh, but for something that's just let's run around and be on brooms. I, I mean, come on, I would absolutely play this. I'm just absolutely. I'm just saying. Absolutely, want to run around on a broom being <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> but it's just like it just seems like a lot. It's unnecessary. Yeah, yeah, no, it's definitely unnecessary. <laughs> <But> safety first. <laughs> so. For the topic of Quidditch, let's uh, talk about Quidditch today. Love Quidditch. It's probably one of my favorite things in the movie because, well, amongst the series, because it's one of those things I didn't necessarily have to read to understand. Right. I feel like there was probably a lot more details in the book to give a better understanding of what Quidditch was, but I feel like the act of it was definitely a movie person thing. Right. You know, for me, I love sports, so for it to include aspects of sports that I like uh-huh. and be magic at the same time, yeah. one of my favorite things. Yeah, it's, it's incredible. You know what's, like, even, like, more interesting with that? What's that? It's the books, Dad. Dick. Like, you would not believe how much cooler it is. Like, it, it's cool. Like, I get, like, I wanted to see, like, a good, like, I don't know, five, six minute long. I would now, love to see a full Quidditch match. Five, six minutes is probably the first yeah. movie. I would say, how about a... 10, 15 minute? Fair enough. Like a full match? Oh, I'll watch a full match, no doubt. I'd watch that over soccer or golf any day. Well, and like during the books and stuff and when everybody's playing, Lee Jordan, you know, um, the Twins' best friend, is the the, uh, Quidditch announcer. Yes. So he's commentating the entire game and it is the funniest (laughs) friggin' commentary ever. And it's great too because... He's like sitting there like in the middle, like, you know, in the yeah. thing where he's like commentating. But like when he's commentating, he's like judging everybody and saying all this shit to everybody. And he's just like, and he's very pro Gryffindor because he's in Gryffindor. Makes so whenever sense. they're playing Slytherin, he always talks shit like completely. And every time he does, Professor McGonagall sits right next to him. And she like, oh, you can hear her over the microphone too of him, her yelling at him. She's like, <laughs> would you get off the, <laughs> the mic? She's like, if you don't say anything constructive, I'll take that from you. And they ended this whole thing where finally, like by the end of one of the matches, Lee went off so much that McGonagall ended up just taking over. She like, like it was like a grasp of it. And then like, and then she starts like going into the thing. She's going back and forth. That would be amazing. That would be such an amazing spectacle. Like to keep it like in like the, like a perspective of maybe Harry, like, which is a good idea because like you're up high looking for the snitch. So like, it's like him, like looking around and stuff. Yeah. You know, way up high. (laughs) And, uh, but like imagine seeing him, like, that's your angle of it, but that you don't see too much of it, but you just hear Lee's commentating right. over it. Like, that would just be really exciting. It would. It would. I would love to be able to hear, like, a Dick Vitale sort of situation with commentating. 
from from Quidditch. Yeah. Like, I would love that. I feel like it would just be nothing but intense. And how could you not talk shit? Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of, not only with just the sport, but there's a lot of fashion <laughs> faux pas as well. Okay. Yeah, I said faux pas. I, I, I uh, wide-eyed stared and agreed. I looked it up today <laughs> to be able to use it for this show. Yeah? No, no <laughs> I, right. I was like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but seriously, how could you not talk shit about it? You know, yeah. I can understand, and I guess it would probably get me a little upset to know or to hear a biased commentator, but then again, that's why I stopped watching ESPN. Right. So, <laughs> <laughs> just saying. So, I, I, I just, I, I, I love that now. I feel like that's just something else that makes me want to read the book more. Right. Is because I want to get that visual. And since I already have the audio in my head from the movie, yep. I want to apply that to what I would yeah. read. So thank you for that. Because So you can kind of visually see it even more because of the movie. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Because now, just like you said, you know, yeah. if, the, if, if we heard the commenta- uh, commentary while he was going up, up high, mm-hmm. herbology, <laughs> <laughs> To to be able to hear that commentary, I can see it and hear it at the same time. That's just a that's something I'd want to see. Yeah, and it's great too. Um, uh, Just a lot of visuals and stuff, and you get with that. But with also in the book with the Goblet of Fire, like actually put it this as well. Every book has more than one Quidditch match Mm -hmm. in a chapter or in the book in itself. So you're getting like two games of Quidditch per book. Ooh. And stuff, and, it, and it's really good, and it's really like interactive because a lot of it's normally like that first game or like a little bit down the road, and then right. it's like leading up to the Quidditch World Cup. Okay. But the only ones that don't have Quidditch is uh, the Goblet of Fire mm-hmm. and um, Deathly Hollows. Because Deathly Hollows is. They burn the field. Yeah, everything's, everything's just destroyed. Blasphemy! Everything's destroyed. That was such blaspheme. I was so upset. You know, it's probably one of my, one of my most hated moments in Deathly Hollows. When they was blow the up? burning of the Quidditch field. Oh, well, it's burning everything Harry loves. Yeah, like, I know, but I'm that. just. The... <laughs> it's Shush, like, all right? It's everything that you grasp onto, you grew up with, you're like, oh my god, everything's there. And then they just. Yeah. Burn it, it all sad. to the ground, it literally. I mean, yeah, other parts now were sad, but, you know, for the topic of Quidditch, yeah. and wanting to stay on that, oh, it's probably yeah. one of the most saddest moments for me. Yeah, I understand. I'm sorry. Field of play that got burned. Here comes a pat. I li- there I it is. <laughs> okay. Um, he did pat me on the back. Just, you know. <laughs> I hope you could hear it. I did it loud. <laughs> we weren't fapping. No. No. Not right now. Yeah. Anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, and Goblet of Fire, because the maze that's in the movie mm-hmm. is in the Quidditch pitch. Like, they grew the, the, the maze out of the Quidditch pitch itself, and that's where the, that they had the maze to go in and run around into. Really? Yeah, and it was really funny because everybody walks into it, and Cedric and Harry are like, what the hell did you do in our Quidditch pitch? Like, they're all upset about it because they're both Quidditch players. No shit. Yeah, and... Um, but in the Goblet of Fire movie, I mean, in the book as well, and kind of the movie, you know how you get, like, your little tease for your Quidditch match? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a, it's a full game. Oh, see, now I would love to see them yeah. lose. The Quidditch match is, like, an amazing chapter. Yeah? Like, there's so much, like, things going around, which I really want to talk about, but I think we should talk about it during, like, a Goblet of Fire session rather yeah. than this no, right now. Yeah, no, that's okay. Because there's so much stuff. Now you have happening. something to look forward to. Ooh. Ooh. Class. Um, yeah so with the Goblet Fire book like you have uh, the teams come out and it's Bulgaria Bulgaria and um, Ireland yeah and Ireland has leprechauns as their mascots but it's like actual leprechauns and they like 
Like, you know, in Finding Nemo, <laughs> the fish that, like, make the big pictures? Yeah. Like, they all gather together and they make, like, a little picture? Right. It, think of that, but with the leprechauns. Like, they, like, do all these things, but like, that's happening. <laughs> it's great. And they're just, like, taunting and just talking shit. It's great. This is the visual I have right now. It's phenomenal. Yeah. And, um, oh, my God. The uh, Bulgaria has these, uh, I think they're called viola, and they're like beautiful creatures, like they're women and stuff, but like when they get pissed, they turn into like these creatures, and everybody's just like, what the fuck? Like, look at those right. things, but like all the women aren't attracted to them, like it's all the men are like kind of like... So like bald. sirens? In a way, yeah, okay. but when they like get pissed off and creature-like, it's more bird-like. Yeah, it's crazy. And it's funny, but like they're, they're those are like the opposing mascots, so you right. hear everything happening. It's just wicked funny with that. And uh, bird women can be sexy, some, especially I think in the Harry Potter world. Mm. Is there? I think they could be bird women. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, okay. That's all I got. For that. <laughs> <laughs> so the whole match is going, and it's like it's not. It's it's more tightly together right like like a much like that sentence <laughs> very tethered <laughs> so together um it's when you're reading the books from the the school point of view it's kids playing <coughs> and this one is like professionals playing yeah. so you like you're seeing things that like you haven't seen before or hearing things reading things so like different moves say. yeah and it's like all tightly like a uniform team like right. it's like watching like kids playing football and then watch a professional athlete play. Or football. like the flying V and with birds in the air. Yes. And they're not bird women. Why, why would there be a flying V? I'm just saying. That's funny though. Uniform. They're flying in. Yeah. But like when they do formations and what have you. Who? I don't know. <laughs> I completely <laughs> lost what we were even talking about. <laughs> Gotta um, love herbology. Yeah, this is fantastic. <laughs> No, but someone, I know, I, someone I leave it, a I, comment about what we were talking about. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> I want to no. say it was us playing or something. I don't know. Screw the, it. The, uh, the differences between um, here reading uh, kids playing Quidditch and uh, yeah. reading professionals. Playing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like where you're going okay. with it. I didn't mean to interrupt. It was just no. Oh no. All right, that was what we were talking about. Don't forget to comment. <laughs> no, still comment. <laughs> uh, yeah, so just really tightly, like that would have been awesome to see. Yeah. On screen, like professionals playing footage. Absolutely. And it was like a lot uh, more dangerous too, which was cool. Yeah. I yeah. mean, the whole scene when they, you know, we got to see part of it. Yeah. Still looked very dangerous. Yeah. And I was kind of, I definitely was upset that they didn't go more into it. I felt like they spent more time running around after the Death Eaters came where they could have spent such less time, told right. the same amount, gathered the same, have it the same, mean the same thing, right. and show me a 10 minute Quidditch, but if, professional Quidditch. I, I agree, I would have loved that, but wouldn't you, why wouldn't you want them running around after the Death Eaters? That's pivotal information right there, son. I gotcha, I'm just <laughs> saying, all of that information can be condensed. Yeah, no, it couldn't. Actually, what I wanted was that in two movies, Goblet of Fire. Fair enough. Like, when we get into it, son, we're getting into it. I can't it. help it. I love <laughs> I know, I do too. So, uh, love it. Embraced it. Want to play it. What uh, Quidditch position would you play? Ah. I, I, you know. Yeah. Probably not mm -hmm. a keeper. No, not no. me neither. I just feel like I'm not that agile 
And you need a lot of agility. I don't feel like I would do well under that pressure of like, I have three rings I have to protect. Yeah, I don't want that. Which I want one am I going to go ring to? The situation. One ring, rule them all. Yep. Let me just deal so with just it. Like a hockey. Yeah, soccer. Like a hockey. But I still wouldn't even play goalie on either one of those either. No, I wouldn't. People put size into into these things, and it really doesn't matter. Right. I'm a big guy. Let me tell you, I'd be the worst goalie ever. <laughs> ever! So, keeper, no. I don't know. Maybe a seeker. Yeah. I feel like I can find stuff. Be a seeker. And keep my eye on things. That's nice. Fairly well. No, I would do that too, but I didn't want to... I think I, I wanted to say seeker as well, mm. but I didn't in the end. Uh, I had a reason. <laughs> so what happened in the middle? Remember? Because in the beginning, if you wanted the secret, what happened in the middle? I don't remember. I think it was just more of like I didn't want to be that sole responsible for the team like that. Okay. So I went with Chaser because right. I like I, don't, I just like the aspect of like it's the three of you circling around, throwing the ball back to the, back and forth, and then trying to score. Fair enough. So Fair it would enough. be just fun to try and do like fake moves and stuff where you can kind of like throw one, like a triple alley-oop. Right. Oh, um, you can barrel roll yeah, underneath everybody. Exactly. Do a yeah, barrel roll. Yeah, that'd be roll. cool. I'd jump off my broom and like jump over someone and yeah. get back on it. Exactly. See, now it's funny. The reason why you didn't want to be the seeker is the reason I do want to be the seeker. Right. But still also for opposite reasons because I don't think I'd be held responsible for the team. I feel like you guys would be held more responsible to make sure you're getting points. True. I just have one thing to do. That's now, true. I have two things to do. Me personally, now I have two things to do. Right. I'm not really concentrating more on finding it, uh -huh. concentrating more on knocking the other one off his broom so I have all the time in the world to find it. Right. I and think that would be hard. It's my approach. You know? <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying. That's, yeah. See, this is where I would put my size into play. Okay. Because I feel like if I'm on a broom, charge my size isn't going to matter. Okay. Or does it? Um, I don't know. Like, do you want like you? Is my more of a size going to affect the acceleration, velocity, and speed of this broom? Maybe. What if you? Maybe if you get like the maximum acceleration, mm -hmm. maybe when you really stop harder, it'll be worse. Probably. Like someone else would just kind of do like a nice little like side, side stop, like in hockey. I'd say this: if I'm a seeker, if I'm a starting seeker, I'm that good to where I can make a hard stop like that. Okay. Just say it. Yeah, no. If I'm putting myself in that position, I'm putting myself out there. Like you trained for that. I trained for this. I that, that moment, right. I trained for. All the fundamentals go into stopping really quick, hard, what have you. So that was your first reasoning? Yeah. So what was the second? Because you had, said so you had two. I like the look of. No, uh -uh, that you're giving me right now. <laughs> <laughs> they kind of go hand in hand. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like I'm seeing double. I might be thinking double. But no, all right, all right. So I, I would rather... So my, my approach to it would be one reason because... and Okay, no, I said both. All right, so my approach to it is different. All right, so I just messed up. I, I'm not just chasing it. Yeah, I'm keeping my eye out. I yep. have good peripheral. Mm -hmm. So I'm keeping my eye out. But my primary target is the other player. Okay. So my second so reason is because I would feel less responsible for the team because I only have one thing to do. So that one turned into two is you getting it but knocking the guy off. Yeah, I guess maybe it's one A and B. So then there's two you would actually should feel responsible for of paying attention to the game because you can only win Quidditch by being ahead. So you, if you are the seeker and you're down by yourself, you have to make sure of what the scores are and make that math happen in your head because you have to be enough that you could stop the game but lose not so bad because then you're at the, the house... 
uh, point system thing that they have, you know, 10 points to Gryffindor and all that, like, that all gets factored into the games and stuff. Yeah. I hate you right now. I know, right? And then, uh, and then, Dan. <laughs> should I just be the keeper? Then, no, no, no. <laughs> and then, um, uh, after the points from that, oh, shit, I already lost it. Oh, and then you gotta make sure if, like, you're down by so much, you can get the snitch and win the game, like, you would have to do so much math in your head while trying to knock a guy off and then do that. I wouldn't be able to do that. Plus, it's paying a lot of attention. As Chaser, you're just doing that. Or, if you're, I think you're forgetting beaters, where you're just taking that quaffle, uh, you're taking the bludger, and you're just hitting it with your bat. Yeah, you want to know what? Because those are the biggest, toughest guys on the team. I, don't, I just girls. don't have the accuracy for that. Maybe, maybe even the dexterity. My hand eye is decent, but if I'm aiming and I'm hitting something, to, like if I'm aiming to hit something that's already flying, that's probably not going to happen. I'd hit my own team more than I hit someone else. All right, so your hand eye coordination is iffy. So trying to catch a snitch. <laughs> I'm not hitting the snitch. I'm not hitting the snitch. No. I'm just reaching out to grab it. Yes. And praying that it just falls exactly. in Exactly. You know, it's like a Sandlot moment. Benny's going to hit it up. I'm just going to hold my glove up and call it a day. You yeah. know, I'm going to run back and right. hand someone it to, you know, everyone's going to kind of look at me all like, yeah. you know. Yeah. Yeah. It happened. Like, all right, I'm just saying. It's a 2016 IQA Quidditch World Cup. Uh. What team are you rooting for? Um, Supporting. Well, I haven't gotten to the names yet of yeah. teams that there are so far. I would imagine right now. Oh, we were talking book, movie. Or we Which, talking real life? What? I don't know. Real life. Uh, oh, I was yeah, I was referring to the real life, but mm. yeah, we should probably stay with the things that are. Either way, you know, I so all right. So I think that part of it would this. be much like the movie and or the books, right. whether it be the Quidditch World Cup or like exhibition matches. Right. So it's more, I guess, like school and then country. Right. So I mean, it has to be the same thing. But I don't have a school or country that I would support right now. No, I mean neither. So book movie wise, ah, yeah, I'd have to go with my Pottermore housing. Yeah, and I'd I'd be a Ravenclaw. I would I I would I'd hardcore support, support Ravenclaw. Team. I would support Hufflepuff. Of course you would. Of course I would. That's my home. That's my school. That's my school. That's we my, already have school pride. That's See, my good. What's the what am I saying? Alma mater. Alma mater. Who's you're, an otter? You're an otter. <laughs> <laughs> um, shit. What am I saying? I don't know. Ah, oh, god damn it. The school you went to? Uh, yeah, I'm trying to get the school houses. Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah. That's right. the house that I belong in. It's <laughs> Hufflepuff. That was a long-winded confusion. Home is the comfiest place to be. Yeah. Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I would support Hufflepuff because it's my school as well. But as a... Um, I said school again. Home. As an outside one? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what third to. party. With third party. No, you're the third party. Who would you support? If I was, what do you mean? Like you don't Jeez. go to you don't go to Hogwarts. Oh, like if I went to like Bobaton or yeah. and you Durmstrom? were like you you were just wandering around the Wizarding World and said, hey, let's what's going on at Hogwarts today? Oh, Quidditch match. Who are you rooting for? Uh, well, they would probably go with Slytherin. If I was Durmstrong, everybody would go with Str Slytherin because um, Durmstrong turns out the most dark wizards out of everybody. Fair enough. Are dark wizards known to be great Quidditch players? Um, I wouldn't say he was a dark wizard, but you got Chrome, and he just attended Germstrom. 
That's true. I'm pretty sure he doesn't. I'll, I'm saying I'm pretty sure he doesn't become a dark wizard. Stop yelling. Jeez. <laughs> Jeez, okay. I can hear it now. <laughs> I can. Shut like, up! Uh, <laughs> way to alienate the audience. Right? <laughs> yeah, we're talking about you. <laughs> push, push, shove. Do you know that preferred qualifications to be, like, real-life Quidditch? Yeah. You should be bilingual. Okay. <laughs> Prior experience in sports admin. You're right. Prior experience in discussing and determining Quidditch gameplay policy. Hmm. Hmm. I think I could do two of those. And that's to be able to... Uh, to be honest, I didn't hear anything past the first. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> and I said it. <laughs> you can even ref these things. Yeah. Like Madam Hooch. Madam Hooch is the ref. You know what? And she's not a sexy bird lady. No. No. And she's got more of the cat eyes. She does. So she would already not fall underneath the bird category. But she flies, and that those the, she's the flying teacher, so wouldn't she like... All right. Now, all right, our arguments have nullified. Ah! <laughs> Aha! Hey, there you go. Uh, um, Where's yeah. the spoon? But in the, in the book as well... Yeah. Um, and with the movie, since you already know him, Oliver Wood yeah. is hysterical in the books. Yeah. Because he is, like, all about Quidditch. And so is McGonagall. Nice. Which, by the way, after our whole little discussion of, like, who's your favorite teacher, I'm like, nah, I would go with, I would go with McGonagall. Because I wasn't thinking Hogwarts right. one. I was thinking Defense Against the Dark Arts. Okay. I would still choose Lupin for Defense of Dark Arts. Yeah, you would. I would. Yeah. He's like the father figure for Harry, and it's just like, and then Sirius does, but then like, you know, it's just tragic. Two, two men and a baby? He's just tragic, I'm just saying. <laughs> I just love that character. Who isn't tragic in this I'm thing? I'm just saying. But McGonagall is amazingly funny. She's like a health teacher. <laughs> she just comes out of nowhere and just, just like, what do you want to do today? Sex? <laughs> All right. Why not? Not like, do you want to do sex? Right. Yeah. That but, came out weird. But, yeah. And I don't know why I'm about to be like, do you want to do sex? Because <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're two wild and crazy guys. <laughs> they can't see us do it. <laughs> no, they can't. But everyone, um, I, I guarantee everyone just did it. Yeah. <laughs> they know about Guaranteed. it. Guaranteed. Uh, but McGonagall is a, was, <coughs> was a Quidditch player as well. Which is why she's all like about Quidditch. Sure, did they say that in the movie? No. It's, it's a Pottermore she, thing. She loved and it. You get some background, yeah. But, like, she got, like, knocked out. Like, she got, like, a concussion from it and stuff and, like, broke a couple of ribs and a couple other things. Right. And um, she was told that, like, she couldn't uh, she uh, couldn't play anymore. And uh, due to that, uh, she had, like, the long, like, desire to um, see Slytherin lose because it was against Slytherin. See, now that's, yeah, I thing. like her. And I, it's I just like, like her even more. And that's why she's always just... And in the books, too, she's like, you just better put... Uh, Slytherin into the ground. That's all I'm saying. Like she's That's like awesome. straight up like with when it's like it's normal conversation, right. and at the end she's just like, "You better wreck them." I'm just saying. But, and then like turns around and she just leaves, and Harry's always just like, "Okay." <laughs> I can't help but that. uh, uh, and when uh, with the uh, topic of wood, when he comes into play, wood. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just got like full house in the woodchuck. Sorry. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Uh, when he goes into play and he's like, he wasn't just like, oh, Harry, he can be a seeker. Cool. And then he's the seeker. Right. And he's like, he doesn't, he just takes McGonagall's word for it. In the book, he like trains him and stuff. Well, no, I'm sorry. He does train him in the book as well. And he's like talking about it. Yeah. But like a little extended of It was more like montage than say in the movie. 
Because the movie, it seemed like there was only like one session of training. Uh, yeah, it was a bit more. Not montage, it was just he took him through it all. Um, but majority of it was just like, here is this, and then he like does it. And it ends up being like him testing Harry on how to do it. So he takes a golf ball out because he was he didn't want to take like a a snitch out because that would be maybe almost impossible to catch it. True. And he would just pick up the golf ball, swing, and then hit the snitch. So that would just, well, yeah, hit the golf ball. So it would go, and Harry would have to go and get it. And mm-hmm. like by the end of it, he was catching every single one. Nice. Like before it would hit the ground. See, now what I would Proving like to have like seen Proving he's like a good seeker. I would love to have seen that whole thing. Make a little montage. Yeah. yeah. Like, like let, let me let me Rocky for this. I was going to say a little Muddy Ducks moment because I was harping back more, to more Flying V. Yeah. <laughs> See, thank you. See, you brought it back. You, you full circle, circle fold it. I'm actually surprised I thought back that far. <laughs> I'm happy you did. That's impressive. <laughs> yeah, thank you. You did not. That, that was not obliviated. Ooh. Aha. Aha. But uh, Wood is like really like competitive, like super competitive, Good. like way like overly overly competitive. But it's okay. like wicked funny when he is because everybody else talks about it. <laughs> and um, he like with the twins and all that. Um, he fuck I can't remember what I was gonna say with it. Oh no, and then I'm gonna not think. Speaking of being Thank overly you. competitive, and I would imagine sports like this, you have to be. At least somewhat overly competitive. Yeah. You know, um, how do you think they prepare for each match? Now, yeah, everyone eats, but every athlete eats before a game. Every right. athlete right. before a match. But, like, what do you think their rituals would be and or are? You know, right. me, I played football. So before a game, I'd either have my headphones on listening to something either very empowering or something very loud to yep. get me going. So I thought that it was me, or like I'd listen to a famous speech, like a Vince Lombardi speech, you know, right. to get me uh, motivation for what motivation exactly to get me yeah. motivated. You know, what yeah. motivates a Quidditch player? Right. Um, put a pin in that for one second because I remembered. Pin. It was uh, they lost the game, and everybody was like talking to Harry, and Harry just like, "Where's Wood?" And they're like. Wood's still in the showers. We think he's trying to drown himself. Oh my god! Like, it's like the funniest thing. <laughs> right. I'm glad that that actually left you wanting, and then you accepted it well. Um, Wood. Yeah. <laughs> so pump up things. Um, in in the books, they just kind of they eat and then they go. Like it's more of like they're more nervous about it because mm-hmm. whenever they talk about it, it's either the first game or the last game. Right. So you get like the jitteriness of it all. Um, but like normally Wood does like pep talks, like he gets everybody around and he's like, all right team, this is what we're going to do. We're going to go in there because we got the two best damn beaters out there on the team. We got the two, um, no one's beating our best, best chasers. And he's just like, it's like us men. And they're like women. He's just like, all right, women too. And he's like all like into it and it's great. And he's just like all, uh. Uh, like really, like he's very good at like pumping them up with a. Like, ah, let's do it. Yeah. All right. All right. Wood, Wood gets enough. very intense. All right. <laughs> so, okay. So that, that's what I mean. So I, I I like that him being overly competitive leads him to also be a great motivator. Yeah. He also goes on to play for a team, like really? a professional team. Who does he play for? I don't remember. Thanks does for calling he play that for out. The I don't know if those are real. I don't know if the, uh, the IQAs are the, the Brazilian rules. Quidditch team. <laughs> They're all shaved. <laughs> shaved wood. They all have a shave, and they all had blowouts. 
<laughs> this is the Jersey Shore. It's a Brazilian blowout. Blow <laughs> it's an actual thing. I have a wife that's a hairdresser. I pay attention. <laughs> I feel like a Brazilian blowout is kind of equivalent to a Hufflepuffer. Yeah, but that's not the shaving thing. It's not a Brazilian blowout like the shaving. That's, that's a hairdo. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Alright, so if you. Yeah. If you. I'll tone it back, hang on. <laughs> oh my god. Alright, so if you, if, you were, if you were a player, if you, if you played Quidditch. Yes. What would your ritual be before a game? Uh, shit. What would you do to pump yourself up? Now, apply well, your real life and, you know, what do you kind of get yourself motivated to do? But now you're playing Quidditch. Like, if I went to go run or work out, whatever, I put on, like, a lot of punk. Punk? No. A lot of that. Um, I was going back into some, like, 90s hip-hop. Mm -hmm. And by hip-hop, I'll just say rap, because I don't want to say hip-hop. Fair enough. So it was, like, a lot of Wu-Tang. Nice. So, you know. <laughs> just, like... <laughs> Can you hear Harry listening <laughs> to Wu-Tang? No. Yes. Can you saw the Daniel Radcliffe rap that he did? Yeah. The friggin' alphabet. Dude, that was amazing. That was, that was amazing. For those of you guys. So yes, I can see it. Harry rap. <laughs> <laughs> Not specifically rap, because we've seen it. Yes. Just so you know, check out the Jimmy Fallon show. Search Daniel Radcliffe Black Alicious. Amazing. But that's not like we that. work for the Jimmy Fallon show. Yeah, you know, the Jimmy, <laughs> we Jimmy. Don't. We don't. Just saying. Um, but 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 think about it. Could you hear Harry singing like rapping, say Wu Tang Clan gonna fuck you up? You know what I mean? Wu Tang Clan ain't him? nothing to fuck with. Maybe he won't say it out loud, but he'll just say like Gryffindor ain't nothing to fuck imagine, with. Can imagine just seeing him mouthing it though. Yeah. Right now I'm bobbing up and down, <laughs> and I'm just like, yeah, let's go into it. Gryffindor ain't nothing to fuck with. Gryffindor ain't nothing to fuck. And then he spells it out. G-R-Y-F-F-D-O-R. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god, that was <laughs> Door. <laughs> like I stopped spelling it. Oh my god. Oh my god, that was awesome. That was awesome. I'd probably do the same. <laughs> really, I, I, yeah, I would probably do the same. Just listen to music, but it's, but it's Quidditch. I feel like, what did they listen to? What would they listen to? Well, they do have, they have bands. Like, remember in Goblet of Fire where yeah. they had that rock band? I playing? downloaded that song. I found it. Yeah. It's awesome. Did you played it at your wedding. I, I did. Yeah. I made sure they played it for you, actually, specifically <laughs> for you and your wife. I made sure of that. Thank you for reminding me that yeah. my wedding was fantastic for that. Yeah. <laughs> See that? Yeah. In the uh, in the band, I mean the band. In the book, they talk about the band a lot too. Like do the hippogriff. Like, That's yeah. what it was. Yeah. Which kind of sounds like the everybody do the dinosaur. It doesn't sound like that. No, but the, the song title. doesn't, but the title does. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. So that whenever I hear it, that's all I can think of. <laughs> the hippogriff. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. But alas. Not that. Oh. Yeah. So, any other Quidditch things? Or you think that's where we stamp this episode as complete? To be honest with you, the worst part is, is that after we stamp it, I'll think of like 15 more things that I'd like to But maybe it'll be incorporated on. into other episodes. More than likely. So we'll leave it on that. Let's mushroom stamp this bitch. Oh. We will. I'm <laughs> <laughs> the dumbest hoe. Oh. All right. Well, hope you guys learned something. So on uh, the herbologist end, that's Chris. That's Dan. 
Class dismissed. Hey everybody, thanks for listening. Come follow us at Instagram at Herbology Podcast. On Twitter at Herbology PDCast. So that would be at Herbology Podcast. P-D-C-A-S-T. And come check us out at Facebook at the official community page, Herbology Podcast.